are celebrating the, the resurrection of Christ. The death and the resurrection of Christ. So, somebody say, He is risen. Christ is risen. The Lord is risen. So, Christ is risen. That's what we are celebrating today. Happy? Alright, so for. Is risen. Now that Christ is dead, but he, he has risen from the dead, or he has been raised from the dead. Now it's going to be perfected in the very essence of the crucifixion and the resurrection of Christ does not find expression in our life. So now that Christ is risen, it's not talking about the resurrection of Christ, there's something about the resurrection of Christ that we must focus on. And that we as followers of the Lord Jesus eh, must pay attention to on a daily basis. Christ was crucified. He wasn't just crucified for no reason. He was crucified for the for the sins of the world. He was raised from the dead. Abi, so that our faith can have substance. Do you understand? Now, what is reason? If the very essence of the resurrection of the Christ is not found in your life, is not found in my life, then it means that the resurrection of Christ does not have any meaning in our lives. And God forbid, do you understand? So now that Christ is risen, there is something that is peculiar about the life of Christ that must find expression in our lives. That when men look at God from God's power, when they look at Him as a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ, there is something that they found in Christ that must be seen in Him today. That's why when they look at the disciples, they look at the disciples, these people are, they are all learned people. Or how would they say, perceive that they are deep with Christ? Do you understand? So there is a reason for the resurrection of Christ. Praise God. So, now what we want to talk about is brokenness. See, they stood for living the life of Christ. Brokenness is one of the major things that God chooses to conform us to the image of the Christ. Because when Christ, the Bible says that He is the express image of the Father. When He was on the earth, He received Christ and He received God in every essence. So, the same life that was found in Jesus, when people look upon us, they must see the same thing in us as the followers of Christ. The Bible says they perceive that they are being in Christ. When people look at you, who do they see in you? So that's why we want to look at the subject of brokenness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let us just give one of the people. No, I like to do that. Let me give one of the people the mic. Let's what you understand by the word brokenness. 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 Um, rising.
in, uh, like Jesus Christ said, he was teaching us. He said that the only criteria for a man to follow me is if a man can deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. So I would like to bring that word that he said, to deny himself. So brokenness is where you can deny self, regardless of your accomplishment, regardless of the achievement, regardless of your strength. When you come to a state where you deny self, you deny self, you, you deny self totally, totally, and you are relying on God's strength. In that state, I say you are broken. That's what I believe. Or as dog. But gold in that state is in raw form. 
when I take the gold and I give it to you, it will look useless to you, even though you may be able to identify it. But that gold must pass through fire before it can come out as a lost cross element or as a lost cross substance. You know what lost cross means? Something that is shining, that has value. Do you understand? But it what must pass through that state, that rigorous state of fire. Do you understand? Can you see those three examples that I've said? Or that I've given you? It's the same thing that happens to us. Now, for you as an individual, there are things that God wants to do in your life. Hmm? Because those things can come out, the way God has planned them, you must pass through that process of making. And in the process of making, there is something that we call brokenness. So it's brokenness, one of the things that God does to make sure that a man comes into alignment with that which he wants to do, is to use a tool that we call the tool of brokenness. So one of the major reasons that so many people are in the church today and they are not usable by God is because they are not broken. Now, we, as the church, we cry out for revival. When you go to different churches, people are praying and they are crying out for revival. But when you see, when, when revival is lacking, one of the things that you will never find in that place is that genuine people, people that are genuinely broken and hard. Because one of the indices of revival is what? It's brokenness. As a church, we need brokenness. As individuals, we need brokenness. So for the will of God to prevail in the life of the man, and that man must consistently go through the process of brokenness. So when your professor go through brokenness, that's when God, what God wants to do in your life can come out tangibly. Gold, the massive point of gold is about 1,604. 1,064. The massive point of gold. Eh? about 1,000 times that of water. I've used of solidified water, you know solidified water, block, block of iron. The melting point is zero degrees Celsius. Have you? I don't ask you. Why the body point of water is 100 degrees Celsius? For, for gold, the melting point of gold eh, is 1,064 degrees Celsius. It's about over 1,000 times more than that. But when God passes through that fire, when it comes out at the other side, it comes out as something different. Now, when we talk about brokenness, the process of brokenness is something that most times is difficult and painful. I will explain what brokenness is. Or I will write it down. Now, most times, the process of brokenness Now, no matter 
not proud. Eh? You already made, you already made God your enemy. Two times the Bible reports that we can meet on our enemies. Number one is that when you are proud. Secondly, if that if you are a, if you have friendship or uh, fellowship with the world, the Bible says friendship with the world God, enmity with God, and that also says that God resists the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. So when you become proud by yourself, you have made God your enemy. The process of brokenness is, is very difficult and can be very painful. The reason is because when God comes with the, with the hand of brokenness and He places upon you and wants to walk that with His desire to walk that in your life, what is meant to see is that it's meant to separate you from something that you have been unto over the years. Praise God. Maybe you have somebody that might come to you and say that. Some people say, I'm naturally angry. You see, when the rod of brokenness comes upon that man, it will be very painful because that man will keep on saying, That's who I am. We get angry in our family. We get angry in our language. See, that is why brokenness can be very painful. Because when that rod comes, eh, it's going to come mightily and it will subject yourself under that hand of brokenness. It can be very painful, but when you come out at the other side, you come out lost us. Let's go. It's a very serious matter that we are talking about today. Now, when we talk about brokenness, brokenness talks about godly sorrow. Brokenness, it talks about what? Godly sorrow. That this and if the people are into genuine repentance. So when we talk about when we talk about brokenness, brokenness means godly sorrow that leads a man into genuine repentance. Are you following me? Check 
follow your destiny. Praise God. See, brokenness is that which God brings. The tone of brokenness is that which God brings upon the man and it begins to show you your flaws. It begins to show you your weaknesses. The book of Isaiah, Isaiah the Pastor, let's see Isaiah the Pastor. Now, Isaiah was a national prophet, he was a territorial prophet, and he was declaring from chapter 1 to 3, he was declaring woes upon people. But when he got back to Isaiah the Pastor, Isaiah, this of what they have told Isaiah that, go unto you, Isaiah. As a prophet, that we think friendly. Isaiah said, people start to beg, don't talk to them, they are you know who I am? Do you know how many that I have in my own name? When Isaiah goes about
Don't do it. For character in church, you must not be different from your character at home. Or don't do it. You understand? Are you following me? Hallelujah. Now let's go to the book of Romans chapter 8. I want to amplify Romans chapter 8 verse 8. I want to show you something. Romans chapter 8 verse 8. Men and females. 
you understand? Are you following what I'm saying? So, when you see that I'm not a person and all these white companies, they are having the light of from the compass of darkness. Now, all those things they have come from the darkness. Yeah, they actually came out to, to put out of order the things that God actually put in order by itself. Praise God. So, God, when He made them, He did not make them to be made and made. There is a reason for that. He made them made and female. And this is the problem. See, if you see the flesh, the way it is, there are all kinds of wild tendencies that are all in the flesh. That you are a pastor, eh? You are married. Thank you, God. You are a pastor, eh? You are married. The first thing is that you will not see a sister that you, that you will like. That you are a prophet. You are even married. The first thing you will not see a brother that you admire. But if you don't, Matthew chapter 14. Matthew chapter 14. 
Peter from 14 verse 19. Now, let us look at the three together. I'm about to round up. Now, the Bible says, He commanded the mother to sit down and sit down, and he took the five loaves and the two fishes, looking up to heaven, he blessed. Right? He blessed and what? And prayed and gave the loaves of his disciples. He blessed the bread first. I said the life of a Christian involves both blessing and what? And brokenness. So he took the bread, he blessed it first. And he did what? He broke it. And when he broke the bread, he handed it over to the disciples to share. Now, what is that going to happen to you? to upon the life of a man. One of the things that he does is that after he supported so many things, he reflected it so much. Eh? And then what happens is that when after doing all of the things, he begins to break you and make you to live in a life of holiness. He breaks you, breaks you, removes the identity in you. After doing that, To men. This is where the place of men come to play in your destiny. Do you understand? Now, in the book of Exodus, what does that mean? When he was talking to you, when I wrote to you, I felt that you were really free. But even I, I was not happy because now I'm not going to provide. I was so happy because I knew that you guys were free because of what I wrote.
things that God wants to do. And I pray for you that all of those things, all of those fleshly excesses that are in your destiny, they will not jeopardize your destiny. The Lord will look upon you with mercy and He will break you with no pity. He will break you into his death in the name of Jesus. And you will become a useful vessel in the hand of the Lord. So shall it be. In Jesus' name, we are here. Thank you.